Hello and welcome to another episode of Thrive and the Decline. I'm Josh Kugel. We like to talk about on this podcast about decisions you can make, ways you can live that allow you to live differently from the culture we're in. I really think this culture that we're in is going to be known by bad choices and by bad outcomes, by selfishness, by mental and, and, and physical kind of struggles. And, and I think that we don't, have to, we don't have to mirror our culture. And we can experience uh, different outcomes in our culture too. So let me, let me explain. Just one thing that you can do that I think can prevent you from living the same way your culture does and experiencing the same fallout your culture does. Have you ever looked at your life? Have you ever examined your poor choices? Have you ever looked at your your bad relationships especially? Have you ever looked at your investments that turned out poorly? Have you ever looked at your attitude and behavior and just been ashamed a little bit and then just wondered, how did I get so far away from where I had hoped I would be? I want to make an argument today. And I think that I can apply this same argument to our culture as a whole that sometimes looks at itself and says, how do we get here? I think we were made to live in rhythm. When we don't have rhythm or without rhythm, we wander, we mob up, we dream, and we become dissatisfied. We, we naturally move in 24-hour rhythm. We have to eat regularly. We have to sleep regularly. People who mess with this rhythm get tired and cranky and make poor choices and end up unhealthy. You know, our week is always seven days. It's not just the calendar. It's, it's natural. It's in us. We need rest and we need play and we expect work. We naturally live in a seven-day rhythm. Our entire planet moves in a 365-day rhythm. Spring, summer, fall, winter always happens, always the same way. There are seasons for bad weather. There are global weather patterns that happen at specific times of the year. Sometimes day lasts longer and sometimes shorter, and night does the same thing depending on which part of the 365 we're in. Not only were we made to live in rhythm, but we were also made to trust. When our trust is placed in things that are either untrustworthy or things that move often, we wander as well. We mob up, we dream, and we become dissatisfied. I think it's natural to place elevated trust in paychecks and retirement accounts as we know what falls apart without them. I think it's natural to place elevated trust in spouses for the same reason. We also place trust in specific news channels and trust that an artist will release a good recording. We trust vehicle brands. We trust uh, specific restaurant chains. We're either Walmart or Target for the same reasons, for trust. You should talk to somebody about DeWalt Tools sometime and, and learn about trust. Here's my argument, and I believe that I can prove it with statistics, but also as it routinely forces us into rhythm and to examine where we place our trust. Here's the argument. Weekly church attendance keeps you grounded, will probably give you a better marriage and cause your kids to make better choices, and will cause you to ask the how did I get here questions at healthy places instead of when you realize that you're too far gone. So first, the statistics, because I said I think I can prove it with statistics. Statistically, weekly church attenders have a 50% reduction in divorce later in life. Statistically, on average, they live longer, they have lower rates of depression and suicide, they sleep better, they have a better shot at reporting a healthy marriage and a better sex life, they have lower blood pressure, they have a larger social circle. They have teens that do better in school. Statistically, on average, they more often report being happy. They report as much as a 50% higher income. 
show a 300% uh, reduction in alcohol abuse. They move from poverty to middle class quicker. They have higher self-esteem. They are more disciplined. They're more likely to finish degrees. They have kids less likely to get divorced later and more likely to overcome poverty and do better in school. And they're more giving in time and in resources. I know you've read people complain about church attenders, and some church attenders are bad. Some are dumb. Sometimes I am. But I'm just reporting statistics. So why? Why are these the statistics? Why does this work the way it does? That's a good question. See, I think we were made in rhythm. We need weekly reminders because we reset each week. We need habits because we fall out of good behavior so quickly. We need cultural and family tie-ins because we don't always form them naturally. We need routine self-examination because when we start a bad behavior, our natural response is to excuse it. We need external input because our natural urge is to run our own show. We need to regularly meet people and shake hands and sing together and be challenged and encouraged by other imperfect people who are trying to live in rhythm as well. Every week, whether you put it into practice or not, you're reminded to focus on something besides yourself, to listen to a lecture or a celebration, whatever you call a sermon, and to worship. Yes, you can claim to go to church in a field hunting deer, but please quit lying to yourself. Not only for rhythm, we were also made to trust, but without regular reminders to examine who and what we place our trust in, we end up placing it in things that lead to questions or the questions that I started this whole podcast with. Church attendance is a weekly anchor. It forces you to re-examine your attitude and actions before you get too far away from who you should be. It doesn't save you, church attendance doesn't, but it does remind you to worship something worthy of worship to re-examine yourself routinely, to eat together as we celebrate the Lord's Supper, and to remind yourself in the community that struggles to be God's people each week of who you are. But hey, it may be good for you and you may not like it. Isn't that why you dropped out of school in kindergarten? (laughs) But I guess if we're honest, our spiritual life is less important than our physical life. Stick with it, church attendance. Eventually, you learn not only to like it, but to be, and not only to be changed statistically by it, but you also learn to depend on it. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time.